E-Tidings Cosmos, good morning 21st Century World of Worlds. This is Radio Richard Ireland, coming to you from within the soundproofless studio of life itself. To Mila Falcher Rotensha, I am your host, Richard McSweeney. Hear this, listener, give it here your fullness of ear. From the beginning there is breath. And upon that breath, there are words. Read a sign on the back of a truck. Highway maintenance. Right away, thought I, it to be referring to the upkeep of the mind, to the maintenance of its idea highways and byways. And the sage in the digital age speaks of the philosopher of old, saying, He loves strolling in the gardens of nature, observing its happenings and listening to its multitude of sounds. Whether he would stand near to a hill or stand at a distance from it, he would be in the to and from harmony presence of the hill. He would open his gaze to the sun in rising, the sun in zenith moving, the sun in setting, and to the moon and stars in coming into appearance. All of them were generously leading him in how to be of the given place. And with willing joy did he receive into his senses, receive into his heart their pleasant guidance. In continual contentment he loved that they would never ask of him to give up being himself, for he felt they enjoyed filling him with strength and confidence to be even more himself. To be in their refined caring company was to be very much himself. And being very much himself meant maintaining complete control and usage of his own mind. This he viewed not to be a privilege but a natural right. And in this natural contentment did he rejoice. In today's broadcast I'll be reading from As You Like It, Tao Dai Jing and The True Classic of Southern Taoist Fragrance. This is a reading in continuity from As You Like It. Why, cousin, why, Rosalind, Cupid of mercy, not a word, not one to throw at a dog. No, thy words are too precious to be cast away upon curse. Throw some of them at me. Come, lay me with reasons. Then there were two cousins laid up, when the one should be lamed with reasons and the other mad without any. But is all this for your father? No, some of it is for my child's father. Oh, how full of briars is this working day world. They are but burrs, cousin, thrown upon thee in holiday foolery. If we walk not in the trodden paths, our very petticoats will catch them. I could shake them off my coat. These burrs are in my heart. Hem them away. I would try if I could hem and have him. Come, come, wrestle with thy affections. Oh, they take the part of a better wrestler than myself. Oh, a good wish upon you. You, you will try in time, in despite, of, in, in despite of a fall. But turning these just out of service, let us talk in good earnest. Is it possible on such a sudden you should fall into so strong a liking with old Sir Roland's youngest son? The Duke, my father, loved his father dearly. 
that it therefore ensued that you should love his son dearly? By this kind of chase, I should hate him, for my father hated his father dearly. Yet I hate not Orlando. No faith, hate him not for my sake. Why should I not? Doth he not deserve well? Let me love him for that, and do you love him because I do? Look, here comes the duke. Yes, with his eyes full of anger. Mistress, dispatch you with your safest haze, and get you from our court. Me, uncle? You, cousin. Within these ten days, if that thou beest found, so near our public court as twenty miles, thou diest for it. I do beseech your grace, let me the knowledge of my fault bear with me, if with myself I hold intelligence, or have acquaintance with mine own desires. If that I do not dream, or be not frantic, as I do trust I am not, then, dear uncle, never so much as in a thought unborn did I offend your highness. Thus do all traitors, if their purgation did consist in words, they are as innocent as grace itself, let it suffice thee that I trust thee not. Yet your mistrust cannot make me a traitor. Tell me where, uh, where on the likelihood depends. Thou art thy father's daughter, there's enough. So was I when your highness took his dukedom, so was I when your highness banished him. Treason is not inherited, my lord. Or if we did derive it from our friends, what's that to me? My father was no traitor. Then, good my liege, mistake me not so much to think my poverty is treacherous. Dear sovereign, hear me speak. Aye, Cecilia, we stayed her for your sake, else had she with her father wranged along. I did not then entreat to have her stay. I, it was your pleasure and your own remorse. I was too young that time to value her, but now I know her. If she be a traitor, why so am I? We still have slept together, rose at an instant land, played, eat together, and wheresoever we went... Like Juno's swans, still we went coupled and inseparable. She is too subtle for thee, and her smoothness, her very silence and her patience speaks to the people, and they pity her. Thou art a fool, she robs thee of thy name, and thou wilt show more bright and seem more virtuous when she is gone. Then open not thy lips, firm and irrevocable is my, uh, is my doom, uh, which I have passed upon her. She is banished. Pronounce that sentence then on me, my liege. I cannot live out of her company. You are a fool. You, you needs provide yourself. If you outstay this time, upon mine honour and in the greatness of my word, you die. Thou Dai Jing, Installment 20 When knowledge is discarded, there will be no worries. Yes, are pretending to say yes. How much are they different? One is good, the other is evil. The difference is too great. Most people fear the kings and queens of knowledge who are certainly formidable. The world is full of fornication and its motion cannot be discontinued. Lasciviousness exceedingly holds people's minds, which they anticipate to enjoy as hungry people at full banquets as people feel comfortable mounting towers in spring. I alone keep quiet, as a baby who has not fully grown up and has no desire in his mind. To and fro I walk, I can't find a place to stay. People all have had sufficiency, while I still remain in destitution. 
My behaviour is like a fool in people's eyes. Secular people are fast and make haste, but I do not intend to fetch anything. Vast is the sea, its waters flow to where there is no end. People all seem to have had great achievement, while I am still naughty and stubborn. I am different from others. I rely on the doubt too much, as a baby longing for a mother's milk. This is an interpretation, after my own fashioning, of some lines from the true classic of Southern Taoist fragrance. Nor three star visitors spoke to me, saying, Humaculatevera, what stories, what anecdotes, what insights do you bring to this new dawn? Of a summer's day, so way over the way in seasons, that no one can be sure when it was other than that it was, the entire island came under the influence of a certain overcasting of clouds, combined with a heaviness of heat that caused everyone not to be able to do a thing, even to have any desire to do anything. It was as if their limbs could not move, their eyelids not stay up save with the greatest of exertion. Their minds felt so sluggish, their bodies ever so lethargic. And a king of the Corklandry, who with finding himself having to travel on that very day, somehow misplaced a wondrous insight of his somewhere along the way. He asked spontaneity to search for it, but spontaneity could not find it. He asked go for it to search for it, but go for it could not find it. He asked Yield to search for it, but Yield could not find it either. At a complete loss now as to know what to do, he told his story to a sage he happened to meet. And the sage, having heard who he had asked to go search for it, told the king that it was a mistake to have asked each one of them to go search for it on their own. Then what should I have done? Ask the three of them to search for it together, Your Majesty. And the king went and sought out spontaneity, go for it, and yield. He found them playing in a field, and courteously asked them if they wouldn't mind again trying to search for his misplaced insight, only this time to go search for it together. In no time at all they found it. And with again happening to meet the same sage, the king told how he had asked the three of them to go search for it together, and how that they had found it with the greatest of ease, and in no time at all. How was that possible? Those three, Your Majesty, are ever interdependent upon one another. In a dawn reverie of this new day, meditated I on what an immortal self of mine did say, did lovingly relay, way back in days of long, long, long gone by, O mortal self of mine, when with living in your own realm and time, you will well keep yourself. You will not let yourself be disappointed or ashamed, for your trust in yourself ever will be. All right, I will leave it at that for today. Enjoy taking very good care of yourself and those around you. Be ever so grateful for your many blessings. 
and spare a thought too for peoples living in faraway places, in all different kinds of situations, often very difficult, and not at all of their own making. You have been listening to an Irish philosopher of the natural kind bringing radio to the Internet via Radio Richard Island, on the air globally for about 15 minutes, Monday to Friday. The script format of today's broadcast will be available at a future date on AuthenticCloseTramaScripts.com. It is truly an honor to have your listening. May you be a blessing unto yourself by way of your past, by way of your present, and by way of your future. Sloan, Akuspanakchlad.